Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Phil Frazier. Phil, you are found on the web at philfrazier.co.uk. And Phil, you are known as the business sounding board. Uh, Phil, thank you so much for joining us. Nice to see you, Josh. Nice to see you. Yes. So what is a business sounding board? Okay. Uh, well, pretty much uh, as it says, I mean, I work with business owners uh, to be a sounding board for them. We all know the old phrase, it's lonely at the top. Mm. And I'm really there to, to be an extra pair of ears, an extra pair of eyes for a business owner. So I sort of think half coach, half mentor, almost personal non-exec director for, for the business owner. Yeah. And um, maybe a little bit of business therapy. <laughs> well, we always, you know, having, having been a business owner for my business was 18 years, I was a business owner, just that, that feeling of. I just need somebody to talk to about this. You know, you can't talk to your sales manager. You can't talk to your CRM manager. You just need to, you know, and and a lot of the time I think as a business owner, you think I'm just making this up as I go along. I just, I wouldn't mind just bouncing this off somebody or does this sound like a really stupid idea or am I okay doing this? You know, as business owners, we, we sort of learn as we're doing it. So to, to have somebody like me, just to be there at their side. I think that that's that's the benefit I bring. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, for 17 years, uh, you were the founder of a company called Witch Bingo. Uh, and um, did, did you make an exit there? Or what led to uh, your next role, which would, uh, you served as a board director, angel investor, that sort of thing. But but tell me the story of Witch Bingo. Okay, so the, the short version of this, um, Back in, two, it's a long story, but I'll tell you the short version. Um, back in 2000, I tried to launch what would have been the UK's first pay-to-play online bingo site. Wow. Which was something that was something that was happening in the US. It wasn't over here in the UK yet. Um, so I took it out. Uh, you guys call it Shark Tank. We, over here, we call it Dragon's Den. But it was like Shark Tank in real life. And everybody said no. But what I'd done is I'd built a, a very basic website to, to get some data for my business presentation. Um, and what happened was I'd listed a number of US bingo websites on there. And long story short, they started approaching me and saying, can we advertise on your website? And I said, yeah, sure. And that became the business. That took 18 years and we sold it to a PLC. So right from you know kitchen table startup, no investment, I suppose nowadays the, the the cool kids would call it a pivot. I'd call mm-hmm. it an accident. Um, took us five years to get you know full time staff and an office. So we went through the whole we went through the whole business growth thing from zero all the way to to sale to exit to a PLC, which is which is why I feel I can advise business owners because I've been on the same journey as them. I'm not just one of those business coaches who's read a book or been on a course or or bought a franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so 
uh, tell me then, um, explain a little bit more about um, eventually you build this to a point and then um, th- then there was an exit. And and ex- tell me that story. Okay. So the um, over the years, we've been approached by a few people saying, you know, would you be interested in selling? And um, my answer to them was always, well, you know, if you give us enough money, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll sell. Um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of business owners get get sort of very personally attached to their business. You know, it's my baby, and I can't let go, and all that sort of thing. Um, and that's you know, and that's absolutely fair enough. But I'd always fairly sort of earlyish on was was of, of the point. Well, you know, if somebody gives us enough money, yeah, I'm, of course I'll sell. And mm-hmm. and what happened was we got a number of approaches. None of them really, uh, nothing really happened from them. Then we got approached by a. Uh, a, a fairly big. I mean, in our in our sector, there's there's obviously sports betting, there's casino, there's poker, and there was bingo. There was a number of companies who were buying lots of people like us, so it was quite an active M and A market. We got approached by a company who said, "Yeah, we'll give you loads and loads of money," and we went, "Yeah, okay, that sounds like a good deal." When we had the conversations with them, it didn't actually turn into that. You know, it wasn't as brilliant a deal. But um, we approached a number of other people who were buying in the market. And said, "Look, we're not for, we're not." for sale but if you want to talk to us now we'd be interested in talking and one of those um basically you know, in very very simple terms put down enough money for me to say yeah you give me the money i give you the keys bye see you later yeah a bit more, a bit more complicated than that but <laughs> that's yeah the top, that's the top line version of it so when you when you do an exit like that um <laughs> Okay, so your first day where you would normally be, and maybe there was just this gradual transition out, or maybe there was a day where you're like, okay, I'm not doing anything today. I don't have anything on the schedule, on the schedule. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. what What was that like? So, well, there were, there were two really big days. So the first big day was when I had to stand up in front of my team. We had a team of about 12 people at that point mm-hmm. and say, hey, guys, we've sold the business. But actually, the people who are buying us don't want any of you after the sale. Which Oof. was like really, really I mean, that's the hardest thing I've ever, ever done. But yeah. we had a three, we had a, they gave us a three-month notice. We had a three-month handover. So my team had a three-month notice period during which I said to them, oh, look, Go out and get yourselves jobs. Go for interviews whenever you want. So it's a most of them, and they got a they got a loyalty bonus. They got a lump sum, all that sort of thing. So we treated them really, really well. And you know, th- we finished on a Friday. They most of them started a new job on the Monday with a big lump sum in their pocket. So it, it wasn't terribly bad. But the last day, so we had a three month handover. The last day was a Friday. So tidied everything up. We done our handover. We, we team went out for lunch and went to the pub. And then it was like. People started drifting off, and it was like, "Bye." You know, normally it's "Bye, see you Monday." It was like, "Bye, that's it." Now, and then Monday, Monday was, you know, what do I, what do I do now? And actually, this is one of the interesting things. You know, in all the books they talk about business exits and multiples and how much money you're going to get. None of the books talk about the Monday after the Friday you've sold. Mm. It's quite strange because you, you know, as with any business, you put, you know, 150% into it. You're on it, you know, Monday to Monday to Sunday. You're thinking about it all the time. And then on the Monday morning, you wake up and go, hmm, what shall I do? <laughs> it is quite odd. And it's taken me, I mean, that was, 
we sold just over three years ago. And it's taken me quite a while to, to really decide what to do next. Yeah. Um, so at, at some point then, you know, it looks like you were again involved in angel investing a little bit. Um, and, and, and at some point I, I get it, right. It's, it, there's that desire for generativity. There's that desire to listen. I, I've had a lot of great life experiences. I see a lot of business owners kind of come in, make some mistakes. I remember what it's like to be, lo- you know, again, that, that, that emotion of lonely at the top because, and go ahead and explain that concept for someone who's like maybe hasn't yet experienced that. What, what do you mean by that? Okay, so um, what tends to happen, and obviously you know, business launches come in all sorts of shapes and sizes, but in, in you know, a lot of times it's, it's, it's one person, two people, maybe three people say, right, we've got this brilliant idea, we're going to set up a business. So, you know, you go, okay, how do you do this? And, and you, know, you read books, you listen to podcasts, whatever it might be, and you know, the business gets going. And as you grow, you know, things work, some things work, some things don't work. And then you get to a point where maybe you've got a team, you've got four, five, six, seven people, maybe more, and everybody's looking at you as you've got the answer because you're the boss. And some of the time you think, okay, yeah, this feels like a good idea. We'll go this direction strategically or we'll, we'll launch that product or we'll do this product development, whatever it might be. But at some point, you are the person who makes the call. You're the head coach. And the team are looking at you going, okay, coach, what's, you know, <laughs> you're, playing, you're playing NFL, you know, what are we, what, what are we going to run for this one? And, and then they're looking at you. So, yeah, it's great because it's your business and you're in charge and you're the boss and all that sort of thing. But it's on your head. And, and one of the things you find as you're growing a business and as soon as you take on staff, you are now responsible for people with mortgages and putting food on the table and their kids and the size of the car and whether they're going on holiday and all those sorts. There's a lot of responsibility. So as, as things grow, those big questions get bigger and that responsibility gets bigger. And you need somebody sometimes just to say, okay, I'm thinking of doing this. Is this a really good idea? Or... I've got three ideas. Which one do you think is the best one? Or just that, you know, people talk about helicopter view and you can't see the wood for the trees. And actually somebody who can step back and go, right, you know, I'm looking from the outside. I'm not looking at what our sales figures are going to be next week, tomorrow, the month after. I'm looking at the business or the business owner with a view of the whole picture. And a lot of business owners need that. So they're too busy doing, you know, what's happening this week, what's happening tomorrow, um, and I can help them do that. So there's lots of bits of, of running a business that are great. And, you know, it's, it's getting your hands dirty and getting really stuck in. But sometimes you just need a helping hand. Or sometimes just somebody just say, will you just listen to me for half an hour? Mm-hmm. And, and just down, yeah, sometimes people just download on me. And then mm. an hour later, they go, that was really great, Phil. And I go, well, I actually haven't said anything for an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or even, and the other, you see, the other beauty of running your own business is, and people go, yes, I'm my own boss, which is great. The upside is you can do whatever you want. The downside is there are certain tasks you'll end up either not doing or shuffling around the plate and just say, well, I'll do that next week. And actually, somebody like me can work as an accountability partner and go, hey, Josh, last week we talked about doing X, Y, and Z. Have you done them? You know, when it's your own business, you go, well, I don't want to do X. That's, not, that's, a bit, that's, that's too much like hard work. I'll, I'll do something easy instead. So there's lots and lots of different things I can do to help a business owner. 
Um, and it varies and it depends on what the business owner wants. It might vary week to week, month to month, but it's just being that extra, that extra body. And, and as I say, not being lonely at the top. Yeah. In what cases do you think that business owners and leaders are a little too tough on themselves? I think we're all very, it's very easy to focus on the things you didn't do right and the things that went wrong and yeah, comparisonitis. You know, there's that, there's that <laughs> business who, there's that business down the road who are mm. doing, you know, 10 times more than we are or five times more than we are or double our figures or they've got a bigger office or they've got a bigger team or, you know, or, or we've, yeah. and, and one of the things that's really bad for this is social media because social media, everybody broadcasts how brilliant they are so you look at it and go, oh, my God, the guy down the road has just posted something on LinkedIn that he's just got a million-pound contract with somebody. And you go, yeah, oh, that's terrible. But actually, it might not be the case. So, so that being tough on yourself is, is, is probably one of the downsides you get with – with because you want it to be you – know, it's your business. You want it to be the best. You want it to be perfect. You want to smash it out of the park every day. And you can't. But it's okay. Yeah. So your work now, um, talk about what engagement with you looks like. How do, how do you, how do you operate? You know, if someone says, listen, I, I just, I just need a mentor. I need someone that I can talk with on a regular basis. Like it feels good, like, uh, to just unload, uh, the pressures of what's going on because there's some things that um, maybe you don't want to talk about with uh, a loved one, a family member. Um, certainly, things that you don't feel comfortable in talking about with, um, you know, employees. Uh, you know, so where else do you go? Um, so, yeah. when when someone approaches you and says, "Phil, sounds great. Let let's start working together." What 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 does that structure look like? Okay, so it's it's different it's it's different for different clients, but initially we'll we'll have a um, just a first chat, so I can get a feel for the the type of person I'm dealing with, the issues they're talking about, whether we connect just as people, because because you know at the end of the day, um, if this works right, they're going to be they're going to be telling me stuff probably they don't tell anybody else, you know they don't tell the accountant, they don't tell the wife, they don't tell the husband, they don't tell their number two, so it, there's got to be a connection there. And then what we normally do is we just work out a schedule. So it might, so often it'll be initially it'll be a three-month contract and it'll be uh, a monthly face-to-face, or at the moment it's Zoom, and then every two weeks will be a phone call. Um, and the agenda is the clients. So it's okay, Josh, we're gonna meet, you know, the first of September, the first of October, the first of November, and then on the 14th of August, the 14th of sorry, the 14th of September, the 14th of October, the 14th of November, we'll have a phone call. And your agenda. So whatever's bugging you or bothering you or is an issue, we talk about. And because I've been on that business journey that we talked about earlier, a lot of the time I can recognize what, what the issue is. I can recognize, uh, I, you know, I've been there. I've had the same thing. I don't give, I don't give solutions. I just ask questions. So it's often me just prodding and poking and, and, and teasing things out of people. So it might be, you might come, you, you know, we might have a meeting and, and you might spend 20 minutes telling me about this huge problem you've got. And all I'll ask you is, okay, what, what, what possible solutions have we got? And you'll go, well, I could do this or I could do that or I could do the other. And go, okay, well, which of those sounds best? And you'll go, well, I think 
you know, we've tried that before, that didn't work. I wouldn't mind trying that one, but it will mean we have to do X, Y, and Z. And we'll go, okay, well, could you do X, Y, and Z? Yes, we could. And in the end, the end of the meeting, you end up saying, right, Phil, I know what I'm going to do. Or it might be we set a list of tasks for you to do that we, we check up in two weeks' time. And it might be two weeks' time. That problem has gone. You've forgotten about it. It's dealt with. And we talk about another one. Or we just catch up or, or whatever it might be. But it's, you know, if a good example for you here. If, for example, uh, a business owner decides he wants to buy one of his competitors, great thing to do, really, really good stuff. Now, he's not going to talk to his sales, let's, let's say his sales director about that, because the first thing his sales director is going to say is, shit, you're going to keep, you're going to keep the other company's sales direction. You're going to get rid of me. And, and you know, you're not going to get, and in a lot of cases, you're not going to get the independence, the lack of politics. You know, I don't mind what your end decision is, but you can't have that discussion with one of your team members because their first thought is, has it affect me, not has it affect the business? Um, so, yeah. So normally it'll be maybe we'll start with a three-month contract and then it might go longer. It might go, the meetings might be more regular. They might be less regular. It's, it's very much how the client wants to play it. But I'm, I'm, most of the time I'm, I'm there to listen and talk about whatever they want to talk about. Yeah. Your website, Phil, is philfraser.co.uk. So that's phil, P-H-I-L, F-R-A-S-E-R.co.uk. And then when someone goes there, Phil, what should they click on? Uh, Well, what should they? That's a very good question. Um, One of the things they should click on, actually, is there's a link to all the other podcasts and stuff that I've been on. Because Because it's very much a personal service. I think listening to what I sound like, what I talk about on other podcasts, give them a flavor of, of me and whether they think they could work with me or just click on the email box at the bottom, send me an email and we can have a chat. Yeah, fantastic. All right, Phil Fraser. Phil, thank you so much for joining us. Nice to see you, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. 
My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.